Hello everyone, this is Kyle Galaz with Poor to Pro Car Sales Training Podcast. Become a sales titan. Super excited about episode number seven. The other six episodes are doing great. I always want to say and start out by saying thank you for, for you guys for supporting me, giving me positive feedback. And now it's pretty neat because I'm getting shares on the internet. People are sharing my podcast and I'm, I, this is my this will be my seventh episode in the episode right now that's kicking butt is episode number four how to sell a car every day that one surpassed all the other uh, five episodes so we've got six total so far this will be number seven so I appreciate your support episode six is making a, a pretty big climb right now in in listens episode six was how to get promoted at your dealership had a lot of fun doing that podcast that episode it means a lot to me to help you guys get promoted. Our job in the car business is to always move forward, always make more, and become something greater than ourselves and leave something legendary behind. And becoming a sales titan is it's how we do it. Why don't we break some records at your dealership in 2021 that will never be broken again by someone else, maybe by yourself, but no one else. That's what we're here for, to make over 100000 a year in the car business and leave stats that can't be broken. So thank you for listening. Kudos to you for finding more training. Remember, your dealership, your sales managers, your general sales manager, they're going to do the very best they can to provide training for you, but they're busy. So they can't dedicate an entire podcast to you. They can't dedicate an entire day to you. They will do the very best they can, but kudos to you for reaching out, finding podcasts online, whether it's mine or someone else's, but kudos to you for going out there, digging deep, and finding training. Because the more training you get, the more angles you get from different people, the more well-rounded you're going to be as a car salesman. And that's the only way to make 100000 or more is by sharpening all your tools, but having a lot of different tools in your toolbox for any scenario that comes up. So let's get started. Episode 7, how to provide an incredible experience for your customers and beat the competition. Beat the other dealerships. That's what we're talking about. Provide an incredible experience for your customers and beat the other dealerships. Right? Competition's tough out there, especially when you're in these big cities. I used to sell cars in Bakersfield, California. Well, Los Angeles is not far away, so we had a lot of competition in Los Angeles. But how do I get a guy to buy a car at my Ford store when I work there instead of driving an hour and a half down south to Los Angeles and save and he could save five grand. What do I do at the dealership to get him to buy then and there? This podcast episode will help. Okay? So let's get started. First, before the customer ever comes in, you have to look in the mirror at yourself and, and ask yourself, would I want to buy a car from from that guy? Right? Look in the mirror and do that before your next shift. Do you look? Are you acting? Do you sound? And do you smell like a professional car sales guy? A car salesman that's a career car salesman. So let's look, let's talk talk about looking, right? Google, and I tell all my sales guys this, Google most successful men in, or most successful businessmen or richest people in the world and do Google images or just do Google search and look at their Look at their the way they look. They're usually clean cut. They have a very trim beard if they do have a beard. A trim goatee. No neck beards. No sh- visible tattoos. Okay, so 
that's how you need to look if you want to go to the next level. If you're happy with where you're at, then look the way you look. But you got to start with the way you look. Because when your customer comes in to this beautiful dealership that the owner created that probably spent millions of dollars, they want the million dollar experience because they're coming to a million dollar dealership. They're not coming to a, a corner lot that has four cars and two of them are broken down motorcycles. They're coming to your dealership because they want to be treated like an important customer, but they want to, to work with a professional. Just like when you go to the dentist or the doctor, you want to hand your money over to fix your knee or to get your teeth drilled on. You want to hand your money over to a professional that knows what he's doing. That way when you leave, you know hey, everything went smooth. So look, act, sound, and smell professional. Sound is my is one of the VIPs. Not using car lingo with customers. Saying things that they may not even understand. You're flipped in your trade. Well, what's that mean? Why don't you say it how they could understand it? So be careful of car lingos. Another thing is cussing in the showroom. Huge no-no. You never know who's around the corner. If you're in the showroom, you don't cuss. Or say nasty jokes. You never know who's listening. Okay? Look, act, sound, smell professional before you get to work. That's the start of providing an incredible experience for your customers. Okay? Second, thank those customers for coming in. If you truly want them to feel like they've visited the right dealership, thank them for coming in. And think about this. Let's say you opened a coffee stand or a donut shop. Okay, you just opened it. You just turned the light on for the first time. Open. And this is your, your business. And that first customer comes in. How important does that first customer feel to that business owner that just spent all that time and effort getting his business ready, going through all the city license or whatever those are all called, you know, all the city stuff, drawing a blank. Anyway, you know what I mean? That first customer is so important. He's going to say, you are my first customer. Thank you for coming in. And he's going to tell them all the products that they offer, right? Because he wants that customer to have that great experience. Well, should, should that business owner not do that? on the 14th thousandth customer he should does he probably not what about your dealership you know this is your 100 thousandth customer shouldn't that customer get the same exact quality experience as the very first one when you guys open your doors they should so remember to thank those customers for coming in i use that close all the time when i go to sit down so i haven't met these people i gotta go out and help a salesman close a deal before I get into any of the serious stuff and the numbers and their trade and the the interest rate, all that, I sit down and I say, thank you guys for coming in. I don't want to get into anything until I say thank you because, and I and I ask them, you ever owned a business before or been a part of a business? When, when you hit that open light and a customer comes in, that is a victory and that's a success. So I want to say thank you for even giving us the opportunity to earn your business. And I say it very genuinely and their entire mood flips. I mean, it's crazy. I'm instantly on their side because they feel so valued that, hey, the manager said all these things. Wow. And then I get into the numbers and they melt in my hands. I use it almost 80% of the time when I go to sit down. Okay. Thank them for coming in. So first, look, act, sound, smell, professional. Second, thank them for coming in. Third, write this one down. Remember that your customers probably haven't bought a car in three to five years. Okay, you're taking a fresh up. Unless they're your regulars that you see every six months and they're always trying to buy something, 
assume they haven't bought a car in three to five years, and this is a special moment. Let's say a uh, husband bought his truck last year, and the wife has had to wait five years. The kids grew up in her little VW Jetta. There's there's chips still in there and missing Cheerios, and there's a Batman action figure somewhere in this car. We'll find it one day. But that woman has been waiting, that mom has been waiting for five years for her car. Does she want to run into a salesman that's going to do every shortcut in the book just to get a sale? Or does she want to run into a, a sales professional that's going to take her through the process and make her feel important enough to show different cars, to, to do different test drives, to show her the buttons and pair up the phones? That's what she wants. She wants to go through that, that process of buying because she's already looked online for, for two years waiting for this day when they paid off her car and now she can get her, her new car. Okay, so you have to make it very special. So remember... The customer hasn't bought a car in a long time. We have to make it a special experience. And we're going to break that down a little bit. Now, for me and you, we sell cars every day. We, the dealership sells thousands of cars a year. So for us, it's the normal run-of-the-mill stuff. But we can't think like that when you have the customer in front of you. You have to thank them for coming in and say, Wow, what a special time. You get to buy your car. Who's, this, who's the car for? Who, which, which family member gets the vehicle this time? Oh, it's for the wife. Yeah, I got my truck last year, but, you know, she's been waiting for for uh, this year to buy her her new SUV. Oh, perfect. Kids are getting bigger. Wow. Can't wait to show you some. We got all these vehicles in stock. I'd love to show you different ones. That way we can pick out the exact one and make sure it's the right one. If, if a salesman tells me that and I'm shopping for a couch, that's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. I'd like to sit on a few and just see the different materials. Yeah, not a problem. I'm going to show you all the new materials out. I'm going to show you all the different couch options, the different thises and thats and buttons, and you can recline this. I want to see all that because I haven't bought a couch in seven years. Same thing with your customers when they're buying a car. Okay? Car shopping is not, come on in, let's look at my computer and find something in stock and I'll pull it up. That's not car shopping. They've already done that at their house. They've been on the website for two years. They don't want to go sit down at your desk and look through your inventory on the computer. They've done it. They're here because they want to see a vehicle. The computer is the last resort. Remember that. Lot first, computer last. So when they come in, hopefully you've already upped them on the lot and you didn't let them get all the way into the showroom and you're doing a, a, a proper meet and greet and you're doing all that good stuff building rapport and now it's time to take them on the lot and look at different vehicles in different colors yeah it it it's tough sometimes because they want to look at 30 different cars but you always assume that customer left that other dealership because the other sales guy didn't do that they didn't feel the customer didn't feel valued the customer didn't get to pick out a different color to look at how many times have you heard, yeah, the salesman just wanted to show us that one. He kept trying to sell us that one. I've heard it a million times. It's because that salesman doesn't want to put in the extra effort to earn that customer's business. And that customer left. All he had to do was the right steps and that customer probably would have bought from him. So that's why they're at your dealership now. They're going to give you the opportunity and you need to make them feel like a million bucks because they're coming to a million dollar dealership. Okay. Part of the shopping process is, yes, looking at colors, looking at different models, but also is sitting people in them, backing the cars out, opening all the doors, opening the trunk, opening the hood, letting them pair up their phones, letting them really try to 
find what they're looking for, but you still maintain control of the sale. You're never going to lose control of that sale. So remember, you're the director. So something that you have to do to give that incredible experience is a killer walk around. Okay. So you've done everything right so far. You got to do a killer walk around. Now I got a whole other podcast I got to do or an episode for, for the perfect walk around. But if you know anything about walk arounds, you, you just got to do a good one. Okay. You got to show all the features. You got to go through all the features, actions, and benefits. Remember what that is. The feature is it's four wheel drive. The action that all four wheels get uh, power. What's the benefit? Better traction for off road. So you got to go through those feature action benefits. A lot of salesmen out there don't do that. They just say the the feature. Oh, it's got cruise and adaptive cruise. Oh, well, that's cool. And they're like, what's that mean? Okay, so feature action benefit. So a killer walk around is very important to provide that incredible experience for your customer. What about a test drive? You got to do a killer test drive. And I don't mean, hey, let's just go around the block and see if you like it. Okay, I didn't start selling a bunch of cars until I started doing better walk arounds and better test drives. Test drives is very important because the customer gets to experience a truck or a car that he's never driven before. Okay. And there's a fine line in test drives. You don't want to yap the whole time, but you don't want to be a dead body in that car. You still want to provide some help. So what I would do if there was a husband and wife involved, I would say, you guys sit up front. I'm going to show you all the features before we take off. I'll be in the back, and if you have any questions, let me know. If you need to know something, let me know. But I'm going to try to stay quiet back here just so you guys can experience it like you guys bought it and you're driving off. Most of the time, they start asking questions. And so are you from here? And, I, you know, we'd have a great conversation pretty much the whole drive. But I'm giving the op- them the opportunity and the control at that moment to say, okay, we just want to drive it. We don't want to really want to talk, especially if it's a used vehicle. So give them the option to talk or not on the test drive. It's a fine line there because uh, you don't want to over talk or under talk. Now, a killer test drive also includes, if it's a four-wheel drive, is finding a spot to test out the four-wheel drive. Maybe going off-road a little bit, even if it's just a dirt road, to, to show how features work on and off the road. If it's a sports car, find a designated area that you can take some windy road you know, within the law course, but you want the customer to experience the test drive because he didn't get that at the other dealership. Remember, we're here to beat the competition. We're not the same sales guys down the street. If you want to beat the competition, then you got to do things the competition is not. And one of them is killer test drives, right? Take them to a certain place, have them look at the vehicle, walk outside the vehicle, take it to a beautiful spot in your town and look at the vehicle there. Imagine camping what this and you're in your hiking back to your truck and you're looking on the hill and be like, that's my truck right there. Wow, that's your truck. You know, you gotta plant these seeds of outside of the dealership. Look at the car outside of the dealership. Test drive on different roads. Okay? That's how you beat the competition. Better better test drive, better walk around, thanking for the customer for coming in, looking like a professional, and letting them shop. Not on your computer, on the lot. I want to use an example of how important it is in the buying process to give that exceptional experience, the incredible experience, how important it is, okay? Here's the example. 
You're at your house. It's your day off. And you get a ring at the doorbell. You're like, oh, man, who the heck's... I don't got anybody coming over. Who is this? You open the door. It's a little Girl Scout with a box of cookies. Does that little girl have to do her little spiel? Yes. She has to. It's just... They can't just stand there with their mouth shut. They got to go through the, hey, I'm a Girl Scout, da-da-da-da-da. And then at the end of the the her little sales process, she has to ask for the sale. Would you like to buy some cookies? But at what point of that process that she's talking, do you already know you're buying the cookies? For me, it's as soon as I see her with a box. But most people, halfway through it, she's doing her little thing. They're falling in love with this little kid, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's going to take every dollar in my wallet. It's because the it's not the cookie. I mean, yeah, there's some great cookies, but wouldn't you agree that it's because of that little kid at your door? That little Girl Scout and her mom's on the sidewalk watching her, smiling. She's so proud of her little girl, brave enough to go to some stranger's house and try to sell cookies. But at what point of that sales pitch do you already know you're buying cookies from her? It's not at the end when she asks for the sale. It's you're already done. You Now you're figuring out, okay, how much cash can I let go and not look like a giant pig and leave some for the neighbors? They clean me out every time they come in before they ask for the sale. Well, guess what? It's the same thing as for you. If you're waiting to close the deal at the end of the sale, you're not going to you're not going to beat the competition. And you're not going to probably sell the car if you're waiting to close the deal at the end. You need your customers to already want to buy before you ever go to the desk. And the only way you do that is by going through the process and having a killer incredible experience. So would you would you think it's 50-50? 50% of the product sells itself and 50% of the salesman? I don't think so. I think it's like 80-20, maybe 90-10. 80%, let's go with 80-20. 80% of the sale is how much they like and trust you and the way they feel when they're, when they're getting a presentation done by you. 20% is probably the product. Here's how I know why. Because if you compare, let's say, Chevy, Dodge, and Ford trucks in the Toyota Tundra and stuff in that segment, right? That kind of half tonny, half tonny, is that a word? The half ton segment. Wouldn't you agree that those manufacturers are so good at what they do as far as competition that they're within, they're within a percentage of performance? I mean, a tiny percentage of, of cargo room, of cab room of leg room of hip room when you look at brochures and you compare the chevy chevy half ton front hip room to a ford i mean is it like 0.1 or 0.02 difference okay so the product is so close that's not what's doing it it's you you are what the difference is from the competition you're the the 80%. They want to buy from someone that they trust and like and has given them a great experience. It's not always the product. Now, if it's a if it's a Ford guy and he's loved Ford his whole life, that's a little bit easier to beat the competition, but he still has to like you because there's lots of Ford stores out there. But think about the Girl Scout cookie analogy when you're selling cars. You just fall in love with that person. You're going to buy anything she tells you to buy. Well, that's what you need to do for your customers. They need to fall in love with you through the process, and you do that with an incredible experience. When you take an up, from the point you take that up 
to the point you're saying goodbye because you made that sale, you need to use every ounce of energy you got, every calorie that's available, which I know we got a lot of those. We got plenty of calories in the car business, but you need to leave it all on the table because you may not get another opportunity that day. And if you truly want to sell a car every day, you got to leave it all on the table. And what I mean by that is you go through every step with passion and you don't shortcut the customer's process because yes, we get in our own, our own ways of selling cars. Hey, I know the fastest way. Here's another example. Customer comes in and tells you exactly what they want and you have that exact truck. How many times have we had a customer tell you exactly what they want? We have that exact truck and they don't buy it. Raise your hand. I can't see you, but raise your hand. You're probably raising your hand because I've had it. That's everything you told me you wanted. You wanted a crew cab, four-wheel drive for under 30 that was red, that had a six-seat option in it. This one has the split bench up front, not captains, with under 50,000 miles. Yeah, no, I know. I told you what, what I wanted. The reason why he didn't buy is because you pulled it right up, and that was it. Sometimes walking the lot, looking at other vehicles, and pulling other vehicles out. Well, what about this one, this one, this one? When you know you got that truck over on the other lot or around the corner, they got to go through the, the, the process of buying and shopping because that same truck, that, that guy might buy that same truck that day if you let them go through their process. So try it out. How does all of this affect your sales outcome? The more you do right and the more ex incredible experience you give the customers, the harder it is for them to say no. You can't say no to the little girl selling Girl Scouts because she won your heart over. Well, it's the same thing with the customer. You got to win their heart over by providing an incredible experience. It's so hard for someone to say no when you've done everything right. There's a little guilt thing that pops in their brain and says, man, they, I mean, honey, I think we should just buy it. That's how it affects your outcome. If you do everything right in the process leading up to the close, you don't have to do the traditional close. It's so much easier because... They're drooling to buy that car from you. They, you've done everything right. The experience is great. You got them in this ether. You know, they're in this, you got them in a trance because you've done everything right. What also happens when you've done everything right and you've provided an incredible experience and you've taken no shortcuts is the value of that vehicle you're showing has surpassed the price. So then you don't have to negotiate on the price because you've showed them so many features that the 30 grand doesn't look expensive anymore. 30 grand for a half ton? That's overpriced. Oh, okay. Well, let me show you why it's priced this way and we'll go from there. Okay. And you go through all the stuff. You show them all the stuff off road. You take them on these drives. You do all this stuff and now the 30 grand doesn't seem so bad. Well, if you can get my payment around 550, 600 bucks, I'll take it. So if you truly want to be the very best and make over 100K a year, you have to act like a professional, sound like a professional, look like a professional smell like one. You need to thank the customer for coming in. You have to remember that they haven't bought a car in three to five years. You need to let them go through the shopping process with you. Don't just pull up one car and say it's over and let them go. Let them look at other vehicles. You may come back to the first one you started at, but they're ruling things out and not saying, well, we're going to go look around. Well, they want to look around because they didn't get to see enough at your dealership. So show them more than just one vehicle and let them choose which one they go back to. When you finally do land them on a vehicle, let them experience a vehicle, pair up their phone, push the buttons, 
tell them all the stuff that that's going on inside the vehicle and the technologies okay do a killer walk around remember the dealership they just left didn't do that they didn't do a killer walk around they didn't tell them the customer all the class exclusive items and why this vehicle is better than than the competitions and where does it beat it at you got to know your stuff too okay you got to know your stuff killer walk around killer test drive if you do all those things right the value of the vehicle surpasses the price of it you got yourself a car deal okay if you guys have any questions you can contact me poor to pro at gmail.com i'll spell it out p-o-o-r T-O-P-R-O at gmail.com, Pro. Appreciate you guys listening in. I hope some of this stuff helps. Cannot wait to see you in the next podcast. Go out there, make some sales, become a sales titan, make over 100000 a year. Kyle Galaz signing off. Thank you.